Hey there, Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network listener. This is James H. Carter II here. And coming up, we have a special treat. It's not uh, typically a podcast. Well, it's not typically anything because it just started existing. But this past October, we launched the Creepy Kingdom Book Club. And basically what that is, is that we have a discussion board in our Facebook group, Citizens of the Creepy Kingdom, to discuss the book of the month. And then at the end of the month, our book club leader and a co-host of her choosing, Tanisha, and in this case, uh, Melissa, review of the book on Instagram Live. October's book was called Fairest of All which is a retelling of the evil queen from Snow White's story from her perspective. And what we have for you right now is the audio from that live stream. It is also available on our YouTube channel if you would rather watch, but we just wanted to make it available to our podcast listeners. Next month's book, or the month we're in, (laughs) November's book, is The Beast Within, the story of Beauty and the Beast, told from the Beast's perspective. But for now... If you've read the book, if you haven't read the book, want to know what it's all about, sit back, relax, and listen to this rebroadcast of our live stream discussing the fairest of all. Well, let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to this month's Creepy Kingdom Book Club. Um, This month, we read Fairest of All by Serena Valentino, A Tale of the Evil Queen. Hopefully people read it. Hey, James, all the book clubbers. Hi, Erica, what's up? Yeah, we have a good little crew going. (laughs) A good crew going. All right, well, to start off, just to let everybody know, this is a spoiler discussion and review. So if you didn't read read the book, (laughs) if you didn't read it, Hopefully you like spoilers. Um, And if you did read it, then we are ready to talk about it because we have some things. As Melissa said earlier today, we have some things to talk about (laughs) in this book. So we'll go ahead and get started. So the way we're going to structure this is I sort of have like top five moments, key points that I want us to kind of talk about. Um, we'll also kind of give like our impressions, our overall review of what we think about the book. But I want people, folks to chime in, um, talk about what you thought about the book. If you have questions, there should be somewhere a question button. Erica, you might need to help folks out with this because <laughs> I think she was the only person when we did our test run that was able to find this question button. But what it does is it allows you to sort of ask a question or pose a thought or whatever, and it goes into a separate queue. So it's not just flooding through the chat. You're able to sort of ask a question that gets queued up, and then we're able to go and refer to it so it won't get lost in the shuffle of the comments. So if somebody figures out how to do that, if you can let everybody know, um, that'd be great (laughs) and very, very helpful for us. But, yeah. Oh, see, yeah, Roxy said she doesn't have a question button. Erica, do you remember where you found that question button? In a box. Hmm. Is it next to, like, the comment thing? Yeah, I don't see anything either. 
That's weird. So I ha on my end, I have a little question box, but it only allows me to like pull up the questions to answer them. It doesn't. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I guess it's just not there now. That's weird. Even though I have a button to open the questions and respond to them. That's very strange. All right. It's by the message button. It replaced the heart. Oh, that's weird. Well, we'll just do our best to try to keep up with the chat then. <laughs> and hopefully questions and comments don't get lost in the shuffle. All right. So let's hop into it. Let's get started. So the first thing I wanted to talk about and get started with. So in case you didn't read the book and you're here for the spoilers, for the spoiler tea. Yes, Instagram is a jerk. James, you're right. <laughs> um, in case you're just here for the tea on the evil queen, um, the book is basically about, it's the retelling of the Snow White story. Yes, evil, the evil queen rules. She's awesome. Um, it's a retelling of Snow White's story, but from the evil queen's perspective. So we get to kind of see things from her viewpoint. Um, and the book actually starts before the events of Snow White. So it starts when the queen first marries Snow White's father. And then we follow her all the way up till her eventual end at the end of the Snow White story. And we all know how that went, especially if you ride the ride at Disneyland. It's a very abrupt ending. So uh, the first thing is the evil queen's relationship with Snow White. I thought was really interesting that she, there was actually love there between them and that she actually was a mother figure to Snow White. It wasn't just sort of the stepmom that just came in hating on Snow, that she actually sort of adopted her very, very young when she married Snow's father and actually raised her as her daughter. Uh, what are your initial thoughts, Melissa, on that sort of opening bit? Um, let me see. Okay, I thought it was an in, um, interesting take. Um, so basically how the book put it is the king went into a mirror shop and then so happens the daughter of the mirror maker was so beautiful. He like automatically fell in love with her because, you know, that's how things happen. <laughs> Somebody's beautiful. I'm going to marry this person. And... I, I guess that was, uh, yeah, I guess that's just how it happened. So, um, I, I, I'm comparing, I don't know why I'm comparing it so much to how Once Upon a Time handled the Evil Queen. I feel like mm -hmm. that was the better interpretation. It made more sense. Um, I'll talk about more of the whole story in general, but, um, it, it just like, yeah, it's very Disney. Oh, you're beautiful. I fell in love with you. Let's get married. It was one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. And we're going to get into that further that her dad was a mirror maker. Magic mirror. Uh, I remember when I was like first reading that and I was like, I was like, Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That her and snow kind of had a bond. Yeah. Roxy saying like, it was kind of like once upon a time where they had a bond and then it just sort of got broken through events later on. Mm -hmm. um, the show was a little more betrayal, but yeah. 
Yeah, we definitely imagine Regina. Regina's gorgeous. Oh my gosh, I have oh, a woman crush on her. She's beautiful. <laughs> for sure, <laughs> she really is. So yeah, I just I I was it was interesting to sort of see that. Um, yeah, sort of like quickly fell in love with the king, and it, that's the other thing that was very heavy in this book. I felt like was the emphasis on beauty, and it was like everything was just very like vain and focused on looks and and that was the common theme i think throughout the whole book um from start to finish was just that it was just sort of like the king fell in love with the evil queen's looks and she was gorgeous and that was sort of like what she came to rest on was her beauty and and then that's why sort of things crumble later i think um so yeah but to start off with she was really close with snow and then the king dies um, in battle because their kingdom's at war. I don't know why, but their kingdom is at war. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they had mentioned why they were at war. Right? It was just I don't know turf territory. Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. In, for those who don't know, the book is heavily inspired by the events of Roxy's life. Um, <laughs> her life as the evil queen of the creepy kingdom um so yeah they uh he dies in battle right and then oh wait let me backtrack back to their wedding she was gifted a mirror and there was something spooky about the mirror and i think we all know where that's going and um then when the king dies in battle is the first time she speaks with the mirror. Um, and let me make sure I'm not jumping ahead of myself here. Um, so we'll go back to the mirror in a second. The other thing that I loved about this book when, so when Snow's really little, they have a really close relationship. She's very mother figure to Snow and she tells her bedtime stories. And this was sort of a fangirl squee moment was she was telling her the bedtime story of Maleficent. And I was like, whoa, do these exist in the same universe? <laughs> I was like really excited. And spoiler alert, I've read ahead in her other books. They do. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually really excited. Um uh, 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 uh. But yeah, there was a Maleficent reference, which I'm really stoked about. So, moving on to some other characters before we come back to the mirror. The Odd Sisters. Melissa, what do you think? Yes, Maleficent is based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> That's my life story. So, Roxy's the evil queen. My life story is Maleficent's story. <laughs> Hi, Jivon Cupcake. Oh, I'm glad you're loving the series. I'm excited to read some more. Get to the next book, which we will announce what the next book's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, the, anyway, the Odd Sisters. Melissa, what do you think about these Odd Sisters? Um, what do you remind me of? Is it Beowulf? Or oh. I, don't know, I don't know. It just reminded me of the Three Witches. So I don't know if the author got it. Or was Macbeth? Yeah. Mac- I, I thought of Macbeth when I was That's reading about the author. Okay. 
It was one of the books we had to read in school. It just reminded me of those those three you know, sisters slash witches, whatever they were supposed to be, just reminded me, like, it seemed kind of like an obvious reference to, like, yeah, um, what did you say? Macbeth? Macbeth, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that yeah. was, you know, her own or the, the author's own reference to that. But that just reminded me of that. It might have been because they had they kind of like had a little I felt like there was a lot of prophecy in there. And especially I think they had told. Did they tell the evil queen? I remember she had a dream where she saw herself giving Snow the apple and all that stuff before it yeah. actually happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like. I saw that and before it happened. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like they had some premonition power, something very, that's why I was getting a lot of Macbeth vibes of them just sort of telling the future events. And then because the queen just becomes kind of like obsessed with them, that it sort of manifests itself into reality. Yeah. Oh yeah. They sent her a vision. I think you're right. Yeah. That they had sent her the vision and then she's foretold and saw herself giving the apple and snow having a death-like sleep. <laughs> so, yeah. The Odd Sisters are really interesting. I, I mean, she they gave her the book, so they know what's in the books. <laughs> True. <laughs> yes. The yes. They planted, they definitely made sure that that vision would happen. Yeah. Yeah. They put all those things in place. Um, and then they're also, interestingly, they are Snow White's cousins. They're related to her through her father or on her father's side. Um, so they kind of like get introduced as like visiting family and then they kind of are causing trouble. Yes. I, yeah. A lot of people would pay really good money for that. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, so, yeah, I definitely got Macbeth vibes. The other thing I haven't figured out is their motivations of the Odd Sisters. And even, like, again, spoilers, I've gone on to read more of this series, which we're all I'm going to backtrack and then reread as we go through the book club. Um, but, yeah, they, they just cause a lot of trouble. And I don't... Well, I, well, I don't know. Is it, is it spoilers? Are they in the other books? Or no? Uh, and is it spoilers to say? I mean, they have their own book. They have a standalone book. Oh, okay. If you've seen, if you've looked at the titles of the books, you know they have a standalone book that's just focused on them. Um, I can say that they are woven into all the stories, okay. and how, but I won't say how. All right. Yeah, I feel like saving I feel the that was, that was lacking in the book. There was no real motivation. Versus just like, I'm going to do this because I'm bored. <laughs> I don't know. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, let's find trouble. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't I haven't figured out their deal yet of what's going on. Um, but it's interesting. All the, yeah, all, yeah, it's not, I don't think it's spoilers to say all the books are connected. So they all exist in the same universe. And these odd sisters just keep showing up and causing trouble in all these various classic Disney stories as we go through them. Um, 
so yeah, so we will see more of the Ong sisters. Um, but yeah, they're very interesting. They remind me of the witches from Macbeth. Don't know what their motivation exactly is. They have in future books. They have there's some motivation and there's some things you're like okay, but um, I, with the evil queen, I don't exactly know. All right. So at least there's something I kind of look forward to reading the other ones. Yeah, hopefully I'd like to. Roxy, Roxy says she feels like they're gonna we're gonna find out more about their motivations later. I think so too. I think it's. I think the author purposely set up that this maybe my theory, I don't know, <laughs> but my theory might be that it is really a series about the odd sisters and their involvement in all these stories. Um, so, and then culminating, cause I think the last book that's come out is the, their standalone one. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. I'll have to check the order of release, but so it might be like their story and we find out more about them as we go through the villain stories, which will be really interesting. But yeah. Alright. What was the next thing on your list? The next thing on my list, going back to that mirror, right? And everybody knows that moment after or when she finds out that her husband has died. Um, that moment where she realizes, so the magic mirror comes to life and we find out that the spirit within the mirror is dun, 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 her dad. Spoiler alert. <laughs> for anyone who's still here for the spoilers and spoiler tea. Um, yeah, but so her dad has been trapped in this mirror and it's from my understanding, it's by the Odd Sisters. The Odd Sisters damned his soul mm -hmm. to be trapped in this mirror. And now that he's trapped in this mirror and it has been gifted to the evil queen, her dad's soul within this mirror is now her slave and bound to serve her. Yep. Um, it's a little bit of chakra. <laughs> <laughs> But it, yeah, I was like, that was an interesting roundabout way to, I don't know, possess her to become evil, I guess. Just, um, <laughs> like what I told what I told you earlier, what I told Tanisha was that there's a lot of male uh, acceptance and male gaze in the evil queen's part. So it was her... Um, because when she was younger, her father would always tell her how ugly she is, that she's worthless, basically. And um, the mirror, or the slave that is her father in the mirror now, is compelled to always tell the truth. So, um, it's like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. So, it's like, um, damn, I lost my train of thought, sorry. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> like he's bound to always tell the truth so therefore like no matter how brutal the truth or reality is he has to tell her yeah right and then like the middle gaze piece I think we we're talking about like her obsession with her physical attractiveness 
Yeah, so they they did kind of explain it why she's so obsessed with vanities because growing up, that's she was always told she was not beautiful. Um, so in a way, it's kind of showing her father. It's like, look, I am. Everybody else thinks I'm beautiful. So that's literally all she has after her her husband died. Um, is her beauty. So I guess that's what also drives her insane and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, she's just like obsessed with it from. The, well, and I think, too, it was always something that was her source of power for a long time, right? It was sort of like when she was younger. Um, then a bit of backstory on the evil queen. I think her mother died in childbirth or after she gave birth to her. And so her father harbored a lot of anger towards her, like blaming her for her mother's death, all that kind of stuff. And then her father was very, very verbally abusive to the evil queen telling her she's ugly, she's hideous, she'll never be as beautiful as her mother, she's the reason her mother's dead, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so then when Snow's father came along, he hyped her up and made her feel beautiful and desirable and wanted and all that good stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, Verona was the only one who was allowed to see her without makeup. That's a good point. She was very, like, guarded for... Uh, with her looks and nobody could see her not made up or done up. Um, yeah. So I, she just sort of, it just became like, that was the one source of power for her. It seemed like, and that was sort of, she became obsessed with it. And and then hence the mirror, mirror on the wall, which is it mirror, mirror on the wall. It's magic mirror on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> if all those people get her on. <laughs> I always have to correct myself. It's magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Um, and she was just sort of obsessed. And I think part of it was because it's her father in the mirror, that it was this obsession with hearing her father say, you're the fairest of them all. Like, that's my thing. I think she just wanted to keep hearing her father say it to her every single day. Um, but... No growth up goes through this magical transformation called puberty. <laughs> becomes a beautiful young lady. Um, and I think I kind of liked that they brought the prince in. Like, it wasn't like he just saw her once. Like in the yeah, Disney movie. I, I, I really like that too, that they kind of were, I guess, seeing each other beforehand mm -hmm. for the events mm -hmm. that happened in the movie. Yeah. It wasn't just, yeah, that part made more sense versus the king just seeing the queen one time and wanting to marry her. <laughs> so at least they kind of made up for it with Snow and the prince. Yeah. Yeah, that they actually had a relationship and it wasn't just like a one time like, oh, you're beautiful. And then the next time I see you, you're unconscious and I'm going to kiss your unconscious body and then we're going to get married because that's how life works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, li I liked that they kind of made it like more like he came to visit several times and came to see snow several times like leading up to it. Um yeah, so that they actually were seeing each other and it wasn't just like a sudden thing. And then, of course, the queen, in addition to being obsessed with her looks, was obsessed with snow. Yeah, what a creeper. <laughs> <laughs>
Alicia Creeper always coming around the castle in the peep snow. <laughs> Such a creep. Well, a lot a lot of Disney princes are kind of creepers when you think about it, because it's yeah. like, mm, you knew her for like 24 hours, bro. Like, if that. I don't know. I don't know. I question a man's intentions if he wants to marry me after 24 hours. I'd be like, just hold on before you know what you're committing to. Just you wait. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he, like, the queen was super possessive of snow, which I thought was interesting. I don't know. Well, her reasoning kind of made sense because snow was all the queen had left. So she didn't want Snow to obviously go out, get married, and basically leave her. So um, they they played it out in the in the book more of a reason why how why the queen was so possessive uh, of Snow. It, it it didn't show obviously in the movie because it just showed oh I don't like her we don't know why just because she's beautiful but in the book um, her possessiveness was because she was afraid. Of being left alone. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And then Erica brought up a good point that um, she got rid of Verona first, and then sort of like became ultra attached to Snow because Verona was like her only other companionship, really. And then when Verona was gone, which is Verona's like her assistant, right? Like her yeah. and a chambermaid. I don't know what to call her, but. Um, yeah, she, yeah, Snow was, like, literally all she had left, and so she became obsessed <laughs> with Snow to the point, and then when Prince Charming started coming around creeping, is he Prince Charming in Snow White? I don't, I don't think he has a name, does he? He's just a prince? I feel like I have to Google this now, I don't know. <laughs> Does the prince <laughs> Snow White have a name? Not the first person to Google it. There you go. Uh, uh, Ferdinand. What the hell was that name ever mentioned? It's never mentioned in the movie, but apparently somewhere in Disney history and canon. His name is Ferdinand. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Good to know. <laughs> so Ferdinand <laughs> comes creeping around, and of course the queen's just like, nah, like you need to back off my daughter. She's all I have left. It's her and I, ride or die till the end and because they're young teenagers their hormones are raging snow's like but mama i love him and disobeys the queen's orders to not see him anymore uh and then of course that's what leads then that's where we're caught up with the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs movie. Mm -hmm. um, so we all know. <laughs> He's, he is a magic man, Mama. <laughs> yes, he's a magic prince. Uh, <laughs> but Daddy, I love him. 
That, that's, that's exactly you kind of have to, <laughs> If any of your children say that, just laugh and you're like, this ain't no Disney movie. <laughs> this ain't no Disney movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah. At least Frozen was like, um, you can't marry a man you just met. That's not how life works. <laughs> and then look at how Prince Hans t- turned out. Okay, we all know how that went. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. So, then the events unfold. But, of course, we see them from the Queen's perspective. So, we don't see Snow with the seven dwarves. Like, we don't get that piece in the book because we already know that piece that was in the movie. So instead, we get the queen sort of trying to plot, and then like the internal struggle of, look, well, yes, Elsa is a BAMF for sure. <laughs> I agree. Um, so we see this internal struggle, um, which I don't know. For me, it felt like a weird struggle of like, I love her, but I want her to die. <laughs> She she was definitely going through something. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't so I I didn't read it. I listened to the audiobook. Um I feel like that's always a there's a difference how you interpret uh media versus listening mm-hmm. reading. Um how it how I understood it was that she was um I don't know how I understood the queen's motive the whole time is that it kind of seemed like she was a little bit possessed. Because I don't know, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but it said something in the book. It said that the three sisters also took the queen's soul or something like that. I, I don't know. Did I, did I not hear something correctly? Um, well, they definitely took the queen's soul, <laughs> which we will talk about. But they, I, they, well, they were definitely planting some seeds. That's for sure. I don't know if they were. See, that would be interesting if they were casting spells over her that were sort of like bringing out her worst traits or emotions or, I don't know, feelings, maybe. Because it was sort of like the weird, she was definitely jealous of Snow, which we got that from the Disney movie. So that was that was still there, was the jealousy of Snow's beauty. And then also the possessiveness of snow and like basically like if I can't have her no one can kind of thing so then it became like obsession with killing her yeah um yeah I I had listened to the audible too and so it definitely um yeah I see what you're saying um Jeevan Cupcake that like yeah, they were manipulating her to their agenda, whatever that agenda was, because we don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I did get the sense that they were sort of twisting the, I don't know what you call it, turning the dial, twist. I don't know, playing the strings, just manipulating her to yeah. do whatever they wanted her to do. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, definitely pulling the strings there. Um, yeah, something's going on. So, yeah, so then you're seeing her plotting with the huntsman to go bring the heart. The huntsman can't do it, of course, as we know, and brings her back the pig's heart. And then 
uh i really do like the the <laughs> how they tied in the box where the heart was supposed to be placed in originally the box was filled with letters from uh snow's mom i really like how they really they oh, man, the, that's right brought that full circle it was a it was a neat touch yeah i forgot about that that's right that's a good point and very morbid (laughs) (laughs) take snow's box with all the loving letters from her mother and replace it with her torn out heart oh disney (laughs) um so yeah uh, uh, uh. Sorry, I'm having trying to make sure we're caught up in the chat. I didn't miss anybody. Yes, Erica, always listen to your elders. I agree. <laughs> oh, oh, what did I do? Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, the end. The evil queen kind of breaks breaks free. Yeah, nothing weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Disney is just its usual dark, morbid, <laughs> death filled self. Which is why we love it at Creepy Kingdom. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then, you know, we get to the queen, giving her the poison, you know, turning into the old hag and giving her the poison apple and putting her to sleep. All the classic Snow White tale plays out exactly the same. And then the end comes our next dun dun dun. So the queen, the evil queen, actually ends up taking her own life because she sort of, I guess, freaked out by what she's done and what she's capable of doing. And so she just decides to take her life. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, they, The three sisters basically tell the queen uh there's no antidote you're stuck ugly forever now you're stuck and she's like oh no (laughs) um and so yeah she doesn't have her looks she doesn't have her snow she's lost everything and just is like checking out so she (laughs) takes her own life um (laughs) james like <laughs> under spooky lights. So my spooky light with my spooky homie here. That's yeah. a firelight. <laughs> skeleton man. <laughs> yeah, so there's no coming back from the spell. The odd sisters set her up because the odd sisters are pretty evil. Yes, the irony does come super full circle. Um and yeah, Roxy, I agree to I feel like the, the, the odd sisters had her possessed or had her cursed. Cause I think that the, there was somewhere in the book where they like alluded to the evil queen being cursed or like a curse, her feeling like a curse was upon her or something. And I think it may very well have been the case that the odd sisters maybe curse the evil queen somehow. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I understood too. So. Yeah. So. <laughs> We'll see as more gets revealed further into the series about these odd sisters and what's going on with them. But, um, yeah, they're, they're not nice. <laughs> I don't think that's a spoiler to say they're not very nice. So, 
Um, so anyway, so then the very last, like, mic drop moment, literally the very end of the book, Snow gets married to her prince, happily ever after, and she gets gifted a mirror from an unknown source. And she unwraps this mirror, and it is the magic mirror, except this time... The evil queen's soul is trapped in a mirror and now bound to serve snow. So, what does this mean? <laughs> a bad Disney sequel? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Literally, Serena, Disney is paying Serena to like set them up for new Disney sequels and content. <laughs> Yes, it definitely was a dun-dun-dun moment. And it kind of made me think, like, does this cycle continue? Like, are these odd sisters going to come curse Snow? Is Snow going to go insane and do some stuff? Is she going to become obsessed with her beauty? Because that's kind of what her whole story is about, is about being beautiful. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. What do you think, like... Well, I like that um, the thing the evil queen said to her in the mirror, what did you say? That I love you and I will always love you? Something like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um, Whitney Houston line, I don't know. She's like, my little bird. <laughs> but yeah. I thought that was a cute touch. So. I mean, it was definitely nice because I felt like maybe in death. Yeah, that's true, Erica. That's a good point. That the queen's already telling her she's beautiful. She loves her. Um, yes, the series should be a TV show. It'll be like a prequel to The Descendants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it would be cool as a TV show. It'd be interesting. Like it would be interesting if like it was sort of like a Once Upon a Time esque series of all these. Yeah, that's a good point. But it was like a little more positive because she was, you know, saying that she loves snow and all that good stuff. So maybe, maybe it's not like a curse that's just on this family now forever. <laughs> maybe, maybe <laughs> snow will have a good relationship with her stepmom trapped in the mirror now <laughs> instead of in real life or in person. <laughs> I don't know. But it was interesting. Um,. So, overall thoughts of the book. What are we thinking? And and chime in, folks who read the book, like, what are your thoughts? What are your reviews? What are your reactions? Like, and good and bad. Because I think there's definitely, you know, maybe some weak points of the story or the book, too, that we can talk about for sure. Yeah, so what I told you earlier, I asked what was the main demographic for this book? Who is this book for? I mentioned, obviously, it's for Disney fans who are familiar with the movie. Um, but I'm asking more age-wise, is it young adults? Maybe in that weird phase before young adults? Uh, what is that, like, between 10 and 13 years old? Before they start mm -hmm. reading young adult novels? Like um, tween? Yeah, tween. That, that's what it's called. <laughs> um because it seemed 
weak, like character development wise, the the motive was very two dimensional. Um, like I said, I, I really enjoyed how Once Upon a Time tackled the Evil Queen and why she despised uh, Snow White. Uh, it made more it made more sense, more logical sense versus how this book handled it. Um, yeah. yeah, but that's just my how I saw it. What I you feel it. <laughs> Erica said she found the book in young adults, so <laughs> I think we have a definitive answer <laughs> on the age range. Um, and then let's see. I'm trying to I'm trying to keep up with the chat too to see what people are saying. Erica said, "Interesting take. I like that the queen was similar to Regina from Once Upon a Time. Yeah, kind of. I mean, a little bit of like sort of the." starts off in the very like embracing the motherly role and then sort of becomes scorned at snow later on down the road. Um, I don't know. It, yeah, it definitely, I, I see what you're saying that it was, it was a very simplified tale. It wasn't, um, I mean, it added some interesting elements to the original snow white movie. Like I feel like it fit well with the canon of the pre-established Snow White movie. So I appreciated that it didn't really like change anything or make anything drastically different or new from the movie. Like, I feel like if you were to sort of interweave this book into the movie, like it all still lines up. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it was, I, I feel like it was a very simplified story. Like I like, it could have gotten much darker, more complex. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then again, the the odd sisters. I think that was the biggest when I read Fairest of All and just that book, and I hadn't moved on to any other ones in the series. I was a little frustrated with the odd sisters because I just found myself like, what, what do they what do? They want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what? do they want? What are they trying to do? What did they get out of that whole situation? Because I didn't understand, like, how they won at all. <laughs> but um, in future stories, they seem to have a little bit more motivation. And you find out more about them. So I'm just, I feel like it might be just sort of like a, hey, we're just introducing you to these sisters to show you how awful they are. And then we're going to slowly find stuff out about them and figure out why they're so wicked and evil. Uh, hi, Jim Clothing Art. Did I say that right? Hello. I think my phone is dying, so if I all of a sudden disappear, you know why. <laughs> uh, yes, they tra- yeah, they trapped the queen's soul. <laughs> the poor queen. The poor evil queen. Uh, she's now trapped in the mirror for who knows how long. I don't know. I guess until snow dies. Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed the book overall. Still though, I mean, even even though, like I said, it was it was very simplified. Um, it didn't get nearly as complex as it could have. Um, but I think it was it was a cool thing to sort of add to the canon of Snow White and Snow White in general, isn't one of my favorite Disney movies. 
James, you want to know more about the Odd Sisters? Read the book, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rat you out. James didn't read it, you guys. He's just here for the spoiler tea. <laughs> but he's going to read it. Because we're going to hold him to it. <laughs> yeah, the weird that's what we were talking about, that um, they're very reminiscent of uh, the witches from Macbeth. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, there was their vibe that they just kind of, like, appeared, and then they just know things and are telling you what's going to happen. They're very much, like, the, yeah. The Weird Sisters from Macbeth and the Witches from Macbeth. So I'm excited to read their standalone book and what that's going to all be about. Yeah, James, read the book. <laughs> <laughs> Just come in here for the spoilers on the book and you didn't read the book. got to <laughs> read it. He, now he knows what happened. I mean, it's Snow White. We all know what happens in Snow White. But it's from the Queen's perspective. So you get to find out from her perspective what happened and how it happened yeah. Um, it, it's a good concept. I love I love the the people are you know writing these cuz I think there's another author out there who did something similar um for other I don't know if it's the same author or a different one. I saw just different ones on in in the bookstore. So other people have tackled similar things. I I don't remember names, but <laughs> okay. Um, I was telling James, actually, so, like, I want to still work through the villain series. Um, and then after that, James was talking about Harry Potter. (laughs) Uh, Well, you should read Harry Potter, too, because now, like, what are you doing? What are you doing not reading Harry Potter? Um, there's one from Hook. Is that the, is that the Twisted Tales, Erica, or is that, uh, I don't think the Hook one's in the villain series, is it? There's, um, so what I'm talking about, so there's the villain series by Serena Valentino. That's all the, it's the odd sisters tales through the different villain story. And then there's another series that's called Twisted Tales. And uh, the concept behind that series um, is like. Yeah, I think who you said, yeah, Twisted Tales, Tanisha. Yeah, they change one thing. So they'll say like, what if. And I'm making it up. I don't. I don't know. But it will be like, what if the beast was the evil one and not Gaston, or like what? Which arguably he could be the evil one. Stockholm syndrome. We won't get into that. That's for next month's book club. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> um, or what if? Um, what if the prince and ariel never kissed and so she whatever happened or like that kind of thing like it's sort of like if one thing was different like how would the story have played out differently or like that kind of thing um so i do want to read those too i think those would be really really cool to dive into because of course we disney round here <laughs> so <laughs> the beast arguably the beast is is kind of evil right <laughs> I don't I, I feel like next month's book club is going to be really interesting because so I'll announce it here and now for folks who are still in the in the live stream um, and we'll announce it on social media too that next month we're reading The Beast Within which is the next book in the series um, and it's basically uh, told from the Beast's perspective the whole so it's still 
Beauty and the Sleeping Beauty. Beauty and the Beast story. It's still Beauty and the Beast, but it's told from the Beast perspective. Um, so that will be very interesting, and I am excited to dive deep on is the Beast the bad guy? Yeah. Was Gaston the bad guy? <laughs> Were they both the bad guy? Is Belle the bad, the bad guy? <laughs> Is Lumiere the bad guy? <laughs> that would be an interesting, interesting twist. But yeah. Oh, okay. Lost Boy, the true story of Captain Hook. Okay. All right. We'll have to add that to our, our book club to read list, too. It's very long. <laughs> I have a long book club list between the villain series and then the Twisted Tales series. And I also want to read some, like, horror books, too. Yes. <laughs> That's a good point, Roxy. I would probably have a really hard time reading from Gaston's perspective because he's such a douche. <laughs> I could, I don't want, I would never want to be in Gaston's head for an entire book. <laughs> Every male in that story is the bad guy. Except for dad. Oh yeah, her dad was a good. He was a good man, good man. He just wants to invent things. He's a bit of an oddball, so we all love him. <laughs> yeah, that MF is gonna go. Roxy has a point. <laughs> He's gotta go. Well, and he does go if you watch Beauty and the Beast. That's not a spoiler, I think, at this point. It came out in like what eighty nine. One. One? Maybe it was 91. I'm thinking of Little Mermaid came out in 89. It came yeah, out in 99. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. So, yeah. So our next one is The Beast Within. Um, and we'll be discussing that next month and hopefully doing some stuff on social media. I have to get creative. Like, the social media things kind of not new, but like, I don't know. Especially yeah. Maurice, that's the way. <laughs> You think Maurice is the worst, James? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what spoiler? What spoiler again? Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> that it came out oh, in 91? <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> oh yeah. So I'm excited for that one. Um, any other thoughts on this month's book? What are you excited for next month to read? I think I got everybody's comments. Keeping up with who's in here. So, yeah. So, we're reading The Beast Within, also by Serena Valentino, next month for November. So, we will announce again... Um, when our live stream will be for that so hopefully more folks jump on the book club bandwagon and come read with us and hopefully james will have read it at that point <laughs> and then roxy says i don't like that the queen died technically her soul's alive in the mirror so she's technically so um yeah, silver lining, she is eternally bound to a mirror. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if that's the way I'd want to go. 
being bound to a mirror. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it. The beast is sexier as the beast. Does that make me weird? I, I feel like when I was a kid and then that scene happened and he turns into the prince, I kind of went, oh. What? I don't know. Am I the only one that was disappointed oh, no. when he turned back into a human? What, the, how the beast looks like as a human? Yeah. He looks like those um, old Renaissance paintings. I, I know that's what they're trying to do, but I don't know. That doesn't seem appealing to me. Yeah, I was like, mm, can he turn back? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> And then Robert, <laughs> the, the queen turned into Mother Gothel. All right. What, wait, what did she say? Let me see. She didn't really die. She fled the country and became Mother Gothel. Spoilers! We're not at that book yet. <laughs> Roxy? <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't there a Mother Gothel book? There is a Mother Gothel book in oh, this right. series. So, and, you know, she's my least favorite villain. I'll just put that out there. Um. Hey, but Roxy has a good theory because Mother Gothel is all about vanity too. So that's true. maybe they're related. Oh, that would be interesting. It's like a well, she didn't really talk about siblings, and her mother died giving birth to her. So maybe they're cousins. <laughs> <laughs> you have your head cannon, Roxy, but your head cannon might get destroyed as we work our way through the series. I'm sorry. Sorry, apologies in advance. It may not play out the way you want it to. But now, all right, well, let's see. Any other folks have thoughts on this month's book club until next book club? I think we caught everybody in the chat. Um, so, again, we're reading The Beast Within. Um, hi, Dirty Celebrity, welcome. Um, the end of our book club chat. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I love me some villains, you know. Um, any addition or like adding to the canon of Disney villains, I'm all about it. Um, oh, like I was saying, like we're working our way through the Disney villain series. Um, the <laughs> James. James That's doesn't know how to read, apparently. There's oh, pro tip in case you guys don't know. Yeah, um, there's an app called Overdrive, and you can rent audiobooks for free. So that's why I uh, listen to the book. Oh yeah, especially if you have, you need a library card though, right? Uh, technically no, because I don't have one. You just need your phone number. Oh, okay, cool. So there you go. So you can rent or borrow on overdrive audiobooks for free james audiobooks and honestly yeah like erica say it was a quick read um on audible too it was the the actress does great voices she's pretty she's like entertaining to listen to um and i think she does the audiobooks for the whole series too mm -hmm. um so, yeah, so it's definitely accessible. There's different ways that you can join in on the reading. 
Um, but yeah, I think that about wraps it up. We will see you next month for The Beast Within. And we'll be posting about it and adding it up. Um, yeah. Any other final thoughts, Melissa? No, just um, finally, I finally get to read slash listen to books I've been wanting to get into. So nice. this is cool. <laughs> yeah, and eventually I'd like to go down the horror path of books. Yeah. One of the books I'm in the middle of reading right now, too, is Nosferatu. Oh. I'd like to talk to people about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. All right. So goodbye, right. everybody. Thank you for joining us, peeps. Till next month. Bye.